the tears of a grandson. I wrote that book because a memoir and remember in memory of my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Uh, so before I lost my mom, I had lost my grandma like to cancer too, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, Man, I was just in the grieving process, and I like I said, I had kind of like trying to get my mind right, get myself together. So I had started going to church and stuff, and I just just get my spirit right because that was my grandma taught me. I ain't know nothing else. She didn't teach us. She just told us, you know, get the God, you know, go to church and stuff like that. If you want to get on the right track, and so uh, man, yeah. So I just wrote a book when she passed. I dealt with. It. And I just explained pretty much it's like how we was raised, like how my who my grandma was, like. She, everybody loved my grandma, you know what I'm saying? Everybody knew, you know what I'm saying, her as the church lady, you know what I'm saying? But she fed the whole community. She loved her people. She raised the kids, right? She was an OG. Yeah. Like she raised uh, five kids by herself on the south side of Chicago. What's up, what's up? This is Chop by T Podcast, man. Today, y'all see we doing shit a little different. Yes, sir. T done put me on the spot. I'm going to introduce T first. Just so everybody know that's my right hand, man. He tell a lot of people that I'm his bodyguard, but he really the bodyguard. He be whooping ass and shit. <laughs> but in the middle, yeah, my DP, coach, motivational speaker, yeah. an author, Straight out of North Memphis, man. D Mile, what's up, man? What's up, my boy? Appreciate y'all for having me, man. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Real talk. We appreciate you coming out. I've been solid, bro. I've been doing good. I think I'm at a good place in my life right now, bro. You know, I'm just sitting here looking at you, bro. Uh, Just looking at the the evolution of you, bro. I gotta, I gotta paint this picture for people, bro. I remember when I came to Lane. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I used to see you every day <laughs> out the class, bro. With a bottle of brown. You know what I'm saying? Lit. With a bottle Man. of brown. You wherever the hoes gonna be. Man. You know what I'm saying? It's Let's gotta be, yeah. I remember this one time. You probably don't remember this. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm trying to hear this shit. <laughs> I'm chilling. I'm at the crib. You know me. I'm homebody. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm playing Madden or some shit. Yeah. It's late night. Kevin called me. <laughs> Let's go. We got action at d house. Pull up. I'm thinking some whole other shit. I'm thinking it's time to jack. Nigga trying yeah. to box. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. thinking we finna whoop ass or something. So I'm <coughs> I walk in the motherfucking house. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see a nigga getting head on the sofa. <laughs> Kevin, he's standing up smashing the bitch. I don't know what he going crazy in there. You in the back room with two bitches. Guess who in the corner trying to get hard? He can't get right. Poo. 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 <laughs> Fucking sucker. <laughs> Fucking Edward. Bro. <laughs> he can't get right, bro. Fucking Edward. <laughs> Officer Edward. Bro, I, bro that's crazy. Damn. Listen, bro, you came a long way, bro. Wow, <laughs> bro. To now. To now, bro. Even like, like I don't want to I want to rush it. I got to tell some more. Like, listen. Piece by piece, huh? I remember you calling us, bro. Come get me. 
Oh shit! He ain't got the fight with a gal, bro. Oh man, <laughs> college boy. He stayed getting caught cheating, bro. <laughs> <laughs> stayed getting caught cheating. It was always some mess around their relationship. My ex went to jail behind. The oh man, that was like that was years ago. Got in a That's tough. Long car chase, bro. Damn. Yeah. Car chase on lane out, bro. Yep. They chasing them in the car. Two lane. Out. It was like a two lane like street, bro. Right in front of the whole campus. Yeah, though. bro. <laughs> in front of the campus? Like, like right people campus, was outside bro. and shit? Yes, bro. It was crazy. <laughs> but you look back on it, though, man. You like, dang, you you know, you 20 years old at the time. You know what I'm saying? You you living so fast. Wow. It's college. We free, bro. Mm-hmm. You from the M? Yeah, I'm straight. North Memphis? Man. Yep. The gutter part. I'm so glad I get to say that shit. Exit eight, baby. Somebody Ashley from Memphis. Yeah, eight. I'm like, you from the gutter part? Yes, sir. Like, no, not really. Not, not so gutter. Who you talking about, your girl? You talking about your girl? Everybody, everybody, everybody who from there. I'm like the gutter part. Exit eight, baby. They from Memphis. They from Collier. They from Collier. In Mississippi. I'm from Latin Square Apartments, baby. James Road, dog. That's where we stayed at, my boy. A lot of memories. I'm humble beginners. I was just telling my man earlier about it. Like on the way up here, I was like. Because my grandma kind of, like, raised me a little bit in Trent, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My yeah. mom was in college and stuff, so my dad ended up getting a job. We moved to Memphis. And I was, like, in fourth grade, mm-hmm. second grade, something like that, man. I don't remember. And that shit just raised me, bro. Memphis, mm-hmm. like, North Memphis, bro. I talk about that shit all day because, man, I'm talking about just growing up in Latin Square Apartments, bro. That, that shit was rough. What? Yeah, what? Yeah. yeah. Seeing my mama, man, my parents struggled for real coming yeah. out of that, bro. Like, we exit eight, like... I, I say that shit with pride. Like, I'm from X8. My little brother them called it Murder 8 right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That shit got dangerous down there. So, like you said, you to look back, come to Lane, yeah. come from that environment, it's come crazy. to Lane, bro. That shit. You left the trenches just to go back to the Go trenches. back to the trenches. Like, <laughs> Lane was, man, Jackson was the trenches, cuz. Jackson, Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that's go talking about, it just, you just think about it. Like, you look back. Like, yeah. damn, bro, you done came yeah. a long way. Looking at you now, bro. Mm-hmm. You're an author, bro. Yeah, bless, you're bro. You're a coach and you do, you help people develop. Yeah, skills, skill work, bro. no doubt. You, yeah. You, you do, ETG, uh, bro. Follow us on Instagram, too. You do ETG. Is it just college ETG. students or is it high school? Nah, high everybody? school. Yeah, just, man, everybody, bro. High school, bro. I train professionals, bro. Mm-hmm. Like college players. Mm-hmm. Like it just been a blessing, bro. Like just to build those relationships, bro. Mm-hmm. And like to see some of them folks, man, come from like nothing. Like starting off in like eighth grade, then you see them graduate. You going to a Division One school, yeah. living your dream, doing what you love doing. Like oh, free college, too. man. Free college, bro. That's yeah. free money. Your parents ain't got to pay for that, man. What made you get that point where you said, "I got to make this change"? Like I got, I got to go and evolve. You know what I'm saying? What made you hit that? Point? <clears throat> bro, at some point you gotta start running. Like you gotta be real to yourself. Like you gotta look in your mirror and yourself and like. Ask yourself, bro, is, is this what I want to do for the rest of my life? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes yeah. you just going to have to really, like, yeah. it all go back to that foundation, like how you was raised, bro. Mm-hmm. So I had to go back to the humble beginnings. I got, bro, I moved to Huntsville. Though. I had got locked up in everything in Huntsville, bro. Damn, that's what made me want to change my life for real. Damn, that's crazy. Bullshitting, bro. Just just with the same shit, bad relationships, yeah. still hang around wrong people. One thing about life, you can't recreate moments. I can't. You know what I mean? And so at the end of the day, trying to still live in my past. And Huntsville was a new start to me, bro. And after I got out of jail, bro, I just said, I'm going to get on the right Look track. I knew how I was raised, bro. Yeah. I knew my parents, man. My dad, my mom, my grandma didn't raise me to do no shit like that, act up like that, get drunk and, you know, arguing, fighting, mm-hmm. sleep around. Like, I mean, we were raised like that. Right. But I had to go through that because if I didn't, I wouldn't find out who I am today. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, when you. I remember. Uh... 
pivotal moment when you had when you had changed. Mm-hmm. You probably don't remember was we had came down for a uh, homecoming. You know, Kev in the queue. You know, we on. Oh, we ready to turn up. We like we're the hoes and the shit like that. <laughs> but you was trying to you was trying to teach us how to network. You was putting us mm-hmm. putting us in rooms with with important people at the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we really. We really didn't understand that back then, you know what I'm saying? Cause we were still undergrad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We still undergrad like nigga. We, we want the old D mile. What do mm-hmm. you know? What, you know what I'm saying? What, you know, <laughs> we're trying what, to strike something. We're trying, we get yeah. drunk. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, turn it up. I'm high and sleeping the whole time. Like, so we were trying and, and I remember you just telling us like, bro, nah, bro, it's about this too. It's about networking, meeting new people. You yeah. Know? And, and we didn't understand it at the time. And the thing about it though, bro, is like it's time for us to, like, when you get to a certain age, like, I was going into 22 years old at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, I was, bro, I'm 23 years, I moved to Huntsville, bro. I started working at uh, Alabama A&M University. Mm-hmm. I was working at the uh, the rec center, you know what I'm saying? And I was, like, the gym monitor. So yeah. I cleaned up the gym, wiped the backboards. When they in there for free play, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm in there, like, <clears throat> like they in there uh, running the clock, you know, keeping the floor clean. Mm-hmm. Coaching a little intramurals team, you know what I'm saying? Making a little money doing what I love. So um, I just started meeting people. So the, the guy who was the director at the time, Mr. Daniel Kassenberg, I always tell people when I share my story, I'm going to always mention his name. Mm-hmm. And he was a director at the time. Dude gave me a chance because when, when I got locked up, um, when I got out of jail, I was working at the school at the time, still getting my master's degree. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he found out. I don't know how he found out. And so he called me. He was like, hey. Um, like that Sunday afternoon, he found out I got out. He was like, "Man, I need you to meet. Uh, I need to meet with you in my office." You know what I'm saying? Monday morning, so I went in the office with him. We sat down. We he talking. He's like, "Man, I done heard about what happened." And he told me, bro, that this was a pivotal point in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Daniel Casimbero said, "Man, uh, I see potential in you." He was like, "You show up to work all the time." He said, "You work hard." He said, "Man, the people love you here." He said, "And I understand we y'all make mistakes." He said, "But I'm gonna give you another chance." Mm-hmm. And he could have fired me, bro. I could have lost. I could have got kicked out of school, and I got locked up on campus. Mm. So I mean, it's just it's just one of those things, bro. At that time, when I had to sit, bro, and just in jail and shit, bro, I was like, man, I'm finna change. And didn't nobody come and get me, man. God rest, man. I swear to God, bro. God rest my mom's soul, bro. Nobody came and got me, bro. I called people around Huntsville. Thought people I thought I knew. My mom and dad drove from Memphis to come get me out there, mm. motherfucker, bro. You know what I'm saying? And so at the end of the day. Like, that's why I tell kids and shit, watch your, watch your crowd. Watch the people who you hanging around. You feel me? Like, because when you get jammed up, you know what I'm saying? And everybody ain't going to be there for you. It's going to be a select few that's going to be there for you. And so, man, Mr. Daniel gave me that opportunity, and I said, I'll never look back. And then since then, bro, I was 23 years. After that moment, I was 23 years old, bro. And I'm sitting, bro, in a meeting with CEOs, bro, owners of car dealerships, my mm-hmm. bank CEOs. Like, I'm 23. I'm the youngest one at the table, bro. These multi-millionaires. Come on, man. So mm-hmm. now when I, y'all, my niggas come in town, y'all mm-hmm. trying to, bro, I ain't on that no more. I'm exposed to what's, what the possibilities of, I could be rich one day, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know who, all you. it's all about relationships in life. Right. Who you know? Right. Right. Let me ask you this question. In the moments, right, mm-hmm. when they came down, and they trying to turn up and shit, but you trying to put them up on some shit. The things that you see and the things mm-hmm. that you understand, and they didn't want to fuck with it. What did you think? At the end of the day, I knew they ain't understand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because only time will tell. Right. But you can say what you want to say right now, but sometimes if you create tension, it creates order. Right. You feel me? So it was more of like, yeah, they saying like, oh, we ain't turned up, we ain't this. But bro, my mind on something different. So you may not understand right now. 
But guess what? Time will tell because Coach just brought it up. I never knew nothing about it. Right. So all right. the time, you know what I mean? <laughs> it stuck with you because yeah. the right people going to pick it up. Yeah. yeah. So. Wow. So, you know, talking to the kids and stuff, what, uh, what sparked you into, like, <laughs> Want to be a motivation speaker and like just just sharing your story and just trying to like put the, inspire folks and stuff. Bro, I seen Q, bro. Honestly, That's when Q crazy. when Q was on when Q was online, bro, mm-hmm. we was hearing a lot of stuff like, oh, Q was in trouble. He was this. He was that. And so, I was like, man, this shit cool. Like, I love to share my story. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying that shit pretty cool, bro. Like, you know, I talk. People like me. I can make people laugh. <laughs> shit like that. And I was like. I got a story. I'm from the trenches, man. My grandma, I grew up in the projects, like, in Trenton, Tennessee, like, Booker T. Like, yeah, I can share. I grew up around roaches and rats and shit. Like, mm-hmm. like I know there's some kids out here who went to sleep homeless at night because I was that kid. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I want to share the light. I want to give back. So one day, bro, I was uh, I was doing something. I don't know what happened. But oh, I was at the wellness center working. And I just say, man, I want to start an organization, bro, for kids, like, to, to oh. just speak or just... That's what we did since that day. That shit started seven years ago. We still going strong. It's called right. BTO, Beating the Odds Incorporated. It's a mentoring program for young men's ages between 13 and 18. We teach them leadership skills, tutoring. We got, um, man, they just do a lot of shit. We feed them. We give them jobs. Teach them how to tie ties. Fill out job applications. A lot of shit we do. Yeah. I want to ask you, how you feel about manipulation? Manipulation? Nah, that shit real, bro. The reason I ask you is because um, in the moments... Like, in the moments like that when you got these young brothers coming down here, young brothers that you brought through, mm-hmm. you know, you know that the the food, the the, <laughs> the energy that you're about to feed them is needed. They don't understand it and they don't know. So in the moments, my strategy or my ideals would have been, like, I'm going to manipulate these folks into <laughs> understanding what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a girl on here, um, Mia. Mm-hmm. She was saying that um, you manipulate people. That's not a good thing. But I think sometimes manipulation can be a good thing, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, especially when it's, like, for a good cause, I think. Yeah, Maybe yeah. that's narcissistic to me. Maybe. But, like, I think manipulation for a good cause is real because if Scotland had a, took heed to what you what you was trying to do in the moments, mm-hmm. they could have changed their life forever for the better. could have. Yeah. Or even maybe yours. No doubt. Cause I feel like we gotta convince people anyway. Yeah. Like I'm into business. I mm. do a lot of business, mm. and so it's just like you gotta like com- like convince people sometimes. It's kind of yeah. look like manipulation a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes people just don't like. It's just it's weird. Sometimes people just don't see it in that moment. Yeah, yeah they don't. You know and it may not be meant for like my man, my my guy Justin. Shout out to my boy over there, man, Jay Kimball. Y'all. Follow him on Instagram, man. Grindhouse Films, man. <laughs> Shout out to my boy. For real, he do all my Chopper Up Wednesday videos, bro. I won't pay nobody else but my mans, dog. He got them views up, cuz. You know what I'm saying? But uh, shout out to my dog. But no, serious shit, bro. I forgot what we talking about. I got so caught just, up getting my boy, my boy shout out. You just talking about, like, uh, sometimes you got to manipulate. You done sit in rooms. You got to convince people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And like you, uh, he was saying earlier, Justin was saying earlier, like, everything happens for a reason, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And maybe it may not be I'm not going to spend all my energy trying to get you to 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 get something. Like to right. see what's going on. To I can lead you to the water, but I can't make you drink that shit. Yeah. yeah. So at some point, you know what I'm saying? If you keep hanging around me, you know what I'm saying? You're going to eventually start noticing what's going on. Oh, yeah. 
you know, so. I just was having a conversation with Sko the other day or whatever. Sko said I'd be sending them on an emotional roller coaster and shit. <laughs> do, bro. But I really don't. Like, it's just like, in my mind, what I think, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we ain't going hard enough. Even in nah, this podcast yeah. space. No doubt. I'm like, we not going hard enough. No doubt. I'm like, you think we are. You feel like we no are doubt. because you tired at the end of the day, but we not. No doubt. And I gave him an example from the Facebook movie. Uh, I forget the name. with um By Mark Zuckerberg and shit. Mm-hmm. Well, them guys were staying up three, four days straight on Adderall and shit like that, just coding and learning their skill and, home and sharpening their shit. You got to sacrifice it all. When they say blood, sweat, and tears, they really mean they, it. They mean that shit, bro. They mean, like, blood, sweat, tears. Yeah. Like you, them, them guys in them moments doing all of that, staying up like that, they was probably taking minutes from their life. But they loved it so much. I told them, mm. I don't think in this podcast space right now, and I, I was telling school, I don't think, I think we want this shit. A lot of us, not just the podcast space, just anything. We want this shit like how we want our favorite food. Mm-hmm. We got to want this shit like how we want to breathe, you know though. I mean? How we want like, water when we no thirsty. Doubt. I'm going to tell you, bro, pivot, another pivotal point in my motherfucking life, bro, that changed, bro. I'm going to tell you some real shit. Like like you said, oh, y'all ain't going hard. You ain't going hard, no, yeah, bro. You facts. know that. If you got to yeah. say that, that yeah. means you know you ain't going hard, no, right. bro. Real Just shit. being real. real and even if you feel like scope may be lazy, bro, it's the the possibilities are unlimited, bro, mm-hmm. with what y'all doing. Yeah. Facts. One person can make this shit go viral, bro, and not everybody following y'all yeah, podcast, bro. But I'm gonna tell you this, bro, even with my grind, like my child, the people don't know the backstory of this shit, bro. Like, I don't man, these last six years, bro, been like hell, bro. They like, oh, the mountain came up, but nah, nigga, you don't know what the fuck I've been through. Excuse my language. It was just a lot of shit, nigga. I lost my grandma, I lost my uncle, I lost my mama. You know what I'm saying? I lost two cousins, bro. One eight. Like, it's just a lot of shit I was going through. And at the end of the day, when I lost my mama, that shit hit me different because it was more like, all right, bro, like. Every every young boy for real that love their mama always want to make their mama proud. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I know I'm gonna be successful in life, but it's like now my mama ain't gonna be here to see me mm-hmm. and, and celebrate with me like like the next nigga may be. So it's like now I got if I don't sacrifice nothing else, I'm gonna sacrifice sleep, bro. Yeah. Cause it's too I don't bro tomorrow ain't promised. Yeah. So why why are we being lazy? Why are we procrastinating? Why are we sitting here acting like we all up, not up against time? Everybody yeah. up against time, bro. So the time is now for us to get whatever we want, especially us as, as African-American young men, just just us being the minorities and just us, bro, we educated. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Our degree is something can't nobody get back from you. You know what True. I'm saying? And now we got to be at a place where we're trying to set up the next generation, bro. We need generational wealth. Bro, all this information out here for us as African-Americans. Shit we never it. had before. We never had, but yeah. what they always say. Hey, if you want to keep something from a young man, a black put man, put that shit in the book. We mm-hmm. authors, bro. Yeah, yeah. We got people yes, reading books. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, you know, my niggas don't read books. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. I was counting down in my head. I'm just going to be honest. Nah, point, I get exactly though, what you're you know saying. Can we get some hand clap for two authors on the book? No on doubt, the, man. Let's go on read. So we already beating the odds. And that's that's why my mental program is called Beating the Odds. We trying to help the next generation, bro, beat the odds. I be saying that. I say if I die right now, I, I, I went way farther than what I thought Come I would. Because I thought I was going to die being in prison. I'm going to be Come honest on, with you. Yeah. If I die right now, I went way farther than what I thought I would. Come on, man. But, yeah. you know, it's just that hunger in me that want more, though. That's it. And yeah. it's out there for you to get. But the only thing is, bro, sometimes we be in our own way. Yeah. We overthink. We procrastinate. We be lazy. Then fear kicking. Doubt kicking. I'm going to be real. All that shit kicking. But I heard it. I heard. Uh, I was listening to, I think, Denzel Washington. He was just saying, like, 
What separates the good from the great? What separate the one percent? And what separate the average from the great? And the phenomenal is that the fact that he said people like Oprah Winfrey, mm-hmm. they get that they they fear doing a lot of shit, yeah. but they still do it even though they feel fearful or they doubt. No mm-hmm. matter what the circumstance is, you got to stick to what you said you're gonna do. Like trust your gifts and your talents, bro. That's because we already got everything in us we need to make us successful and make us wealthy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like the easy thing to do is like like Nike, just do it, bro. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just do it. So if you know you got got to go hard. All right, let's break this shit down. Well, let's try to get let's try to get 50 followers in the next month. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because on social media, when you got a K behind your name, that shit means something. Mm-hmm. They click on y'all podcast and you say, oh damn, they got a big following. Mm-hmm. Bro, you know what I'm saying? So talking about it, it's appealing when we yeah. see them follow. It's the perception. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's the perception of thing. It's the, it's the, the cosmetics. I was gonna uh, even ask you, like, okay, how do you? So we live in a space right now mm-hmm. of like everybody has this specific thing that they do. They got specialized talents and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this person feel like he just good at math. Mm-hmm. This person feel like he good at English, so on and so forth. Like. Me, and I talk to Sko about this all the time, I don't feel like this person can be good at just this one thing. I feel like we all have the capacity to be good at everything if we wanted to. For sure. It's just to take a little bit more work. What what you think about that? No doubt. I I don't think nobody should put themselves in in a box. Yeah. Yeah, Never. Never. Because you got so much. Like you said, bro, like I'm doing stuff, bro, like. I never thought I'd be doing. Bro, coaching. You talking about coaching. I never thought I'd be a damn basketball coach. (laughs) Or a basketball trainer, bro. You just jumped in that shit. I just, yeah. I just jumped in it. It mm-hmm. just came to me, bro. Some, when you sometimes, bro, when you spend time with yourself, man, you because one thing about men, sometimes we don't like to look in the mirror and own up to ourselves and want to grow, want right. to become better, want to try right. new things, want to challenge ourselves. Like we'll stick to what's comfortable, but you don't realize like growth happens outside your comfort zone. Right. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. we don't challenge ourselves. Me personally, I ain't afraid of a challenge. Like I want to challenge myself. Mm-hmm. I told my man, I said, bro, I'm, I got to be a millionaire, bro, in, like, like close. Like, I know God told me I'm going to be a multi-millionaire, bro. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Why you think I was at a, a, a meeting at 23 years old with CEOs and multi-millionaires, bro? Because mm-hmm. I knew that's what I was supposed to be. It was purpose. It's, it's something I felt on the inside of me. But once you got that reason for why you do what you do, you got to keep going until you see that vision fulfilled. Cause, so you talk about that all the time. What's your why? What's your why? He asked me that shit at least once a week. If you don't, bro, I'm telling you, bro, like, your why, bro, got to be bigger than anything. Like, it can't be because of yourself. Because when it, when the going get tough, because one thing about chasing a dream and one thing about trying to become somebody, you're going to have a roller coaster, and you can't be emotional in this shit. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you got you to gotta understand you're going to have highs, lows, valleys, peaks. You're going to be time, but you got to trust that process, bro. You got to keep going through it. You know what I'm saying? Because... The thing about it, you say you want this podcast, but are you ready for everything that comes along with actually being successful? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And actually, have, anybody can have a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a fact. And shit, I was, that's why I was just telling them today, like, I said, y'all think about all the work and shit we done even put in thus far. Like, 
I said, it's so much more work to be done. Like, I was having a conversation with my cousin, and he didn't know what he was doing, but he just kept mm-hmm. saying, y'all little podcast, y'all little podcast. And that shit disrespectful. That like, shit people so stop saying that shit. That shit made my, my life. <laughs> Motherfuckers be like, oh, that little book you wrote? Nah, you know what you mean? My little book, like. Backhand like, yeah, like, chill out. Man, that, that shit made me cringe, bro. Like, yeah. oh, yo, look, I, man, all right. And then, like, because I, I was running, and as the time he was telling me, I was on, like, my second mile. I'm like, I wanted to be like, bitch. Like, like, what? I already know. Like, he's on my, my little podcast, bro. Like, me. like, yeah, it's like you trying to belittle me. Like, Man, what like, you said? But it, that's when you want to start doing the shit that most of us, like, I don't know. That's why I probably. <laughs> made me go harder. Yeah. I'd be like, all right, bet. What about I this, this shit right personal. here, though? Me and T was talking about this the other day. What about the people that's gonna benefit the most from from right? your shit? Yo. From mm. your shit, right? They're gonna benefit. They're gonna get all everything that come with this shit, mm-hmm. right? Mm. But they not supporting you like <laughs> like they should be, bro. How do like you the do? mark of the beast, bro. Me, I be the nature of the beast, bro. The room, bro. I just be about to Yep. Y'all motherfuckers y'all. don't fuck with me. Yeah, that's, that's the nature of the beast, though, bro. Hear <laughs> that bitch out. Yeah, fuck y'all. But you know what though? It's like like. It's gonna always be a, a few with you that's in the grind that's that's there, but it, everybody gonna be there with the celebration, yeah, with the yeah, party. Yeah. So you gotta be able to know those, separate those people, mm-hmm. like the ones who you know you fuck with. Uh-huh. You you really truly like y'all. Nigga, you was definitely when nobody else was there with me, mm-hmm. and you just got. Sometimes people don't gotta know where they stand with you, bro. That makes sense. Like, yeah, it do. If I don't fuck with you, that's cool. I ain't got to make it known I don't fuck with you. Real going to recognize real at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But you ain't got to know, like, where you stand with me, but that's fine. But the people who know that I fuck with them, they know I fuck with them, bro. Ain't no questions because my actions show, you know what I mean? And so you're going to have people like that, bro. Like, what all the success and I'm blessed and I'm grateful to have. And you know what I'm saying? And I'm fortunate to have, bro. Like, it's always been few with me when I'm grinding. But a lot with me when I'm trying to. Yeah. It's just, with me, it just be making me a little damn depressed sometimes. Yeah, it fuck with you. It fuck with you, bro. It do. Like, but never let that shit show, though, yeah. bro. Like, yeah. never, right, recognize that shit, bro. And you, and, but never, my dad used to always tell me, I ain't never show your enemy your weakness. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, just shit, just pee game. Just like, all right, that's where we stand. Okay. What's understood ain't got to be explained. So, I see motherfuckers like like Sco said like motherfucker if this when this when this shit go it's gonna be you gonna be the one benefiting the most from it but like you don't like comment you don't repost you but don't then again guess what tell them keep that same energy when that shit do blow up because you got D-Mile on your motherfucking <laughs> podcast bro I ain't trying to brag and I ain't trying to sound arrogant enough, but I worked hard to become who I am and I know yeah. my followers like you know what I'm saying they gonna they gonna rock with y'all because yeah. you know what I mean y'all y'all good people so. Yeah. And people gonna buy into you before they buy into your product. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So you you know, and I got and, and Skull can probably vouch for this. My my not issue, but my biggest thing is I always set the bar way too high for us. Like um, that's the only way I can get to a mm-hmm. space to where I'm like. All right, if I set it for I'm gonna use numbers for example. If I set it to twenty thousand, then if we only hit ten. I, I can be satisfied with 10, but, hey, I want them 20. Let's go, bro. So, yeah. yeah. Like I tell Scott them all the time, granted, we work. I said we need to go harder. Yeah. But, like, we don't went viral on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Shit, that bitch still going up <laughs> as we speak. Mm-hmm. Like, that bitch had, like, probably, what, like 60,000 views? Ooh, mm-hmm. I love A couple that. hundred yes, thousand plays. Uh, not yes, hundred thousand, but a couple hundred, like, a couple thousand plays and I shit. I like that. Like, 
Ah, shit is going. You know, in four months, we went from zero to 225 subscribers. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But I'm like, nah, fuck that. Our shit good enough. Yes, sir. We're supposed to go to like 8,000 and two. Yes, sir. And that's how how I am, even when it comes to like business and money. Like, when it comes to like, okay, I want to be successful. Well, I figure out, I ain't worrying about the how. Let me figure out the what. You know what I'm saying? What we Mm -hmm. trying to do. So now I figure out the what. All right, now let's figure out how we're gonna get there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, let me gotta figure. You gotta figure out a system. What's working? Yeah, you gotta stick to what's working, bro. Mm-hmm. If this, if, if y'all doing this every week, dropping a, a video, pocket, whatever y'all doing, stick to what's working. Don't yeah. go against it. Cause mm-hmm. the thing is, you want to always be relevant. You don't want to just be hot for a moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You want to be relevant, bro. You want to always be relevant, and no it matter. To be organic, organic, bro. Let it come organic. Let it be natural, and that's what people fuck with. Because the one thing about pain, everybody fuck with pain. If y'all being y'all self, and y'all just allowing, just you know what I'm saying? People come to y'all podcast, and they being themselves. Everybody just gonna start fucking child because they know y'all y'all good people and they just like them good vibes, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So y'all just keep sticking to what's working, bro. Like don't change that shit. Hey, why tell us go and demo. Shit, oh, get your man. business together. Mm-hmm. We got to have the business right. The business right. Our business is right. We got to have the business right. You got to have... I just got a young boy. Um, He white, too. Mm-hmm. I had to mention that. Yeah. He white. <laughs> but, you know, I get hey, a white people hey, game, too. I had hey, to give him some game. Hey, bro. Hey, hey. What little baby say, bro? We ain't looking at the face. We looking at the heart. I'm yeah. telling you, bro. Hey, I know some good Caucasians, white people, bro. I ain't... I know some good, black, you know, some good black people. I know some bad white people. I know some bad black people. I know yeah. it's just, a, you know what I'm saying, give and take. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I ain't going to lie. Like, part of my success is because of the people who I've known. And all of them haven't been black. Yeah. You know, so I'm grateful, bro. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I ain't throwing no shade to nobody. Yeah, I throw a little shade to him. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd be like, fuck some of them. And I'm going to tell you, like, like yeah, with him, like for that. example, he, he, a good, he got a good heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That white boy, well, I ain't going to call him white boy, white man. <laughs> He got a good heart. Uh, I'm sorry. I ain't going to call him white, but I'm calling him white man. He got a good heart, and I like him and shit. You know, I've been, I had tried to manage him for years. He yeah. rapping shit, and I just okay. told him, you know, have your business together. You yeah. got to have your business A1. Yeah. Whenever yeah. you get into a situation, like specifically with us, what I tell Demo, what I tell mm-hmm. Demo and Sco when we came in, you got to have, this. The, you got to have structure. Oh, yeah. So you got to come in, and your structure doesn't have to be, you know, vertical. Right. You don't have to have the president. You could sure. just it could be linear. It could yeah. be it would be horizontal where yeah. you got this person doing this, this person doing this. Everybody serve a responsibility, yeah. right? So it doesn't have to be I have rank over you. And from there, because he's saying, oh no, we ain't got no leaders. It's my team. I'm like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have no leaders. It's just structure that that way, and then moving forward, get mm-hmm. yourselves a content calendar together. No doubt. Learn y'all uh, analytics. See where y'all fan base is and, and, and touch them. Yeah. Like, cater to the fan base that you have. You got somebody in North Carolina. Yeah. Cater, run ads in North Carolina. Cater yep. to those people and so on and so forth. Just trying to educate him on the shit. Yeah. My biggest thing, even early on, when I first did 1,000 game back a while ago, my biggest thing was, All like, right. bro, we have to, without a doubt, stay, keep up, continue to have our structure, stay yeah. consistent. I know yeah. all this sounds cliche. Yes, sir. Yes, structure, sir. consistency. Yeah. And also, nobody can lose. Like, if you see me one day, just like, man, I don't know about this shit. You got to build me gotta back build up. up. Got to keep back It takes accountability through, on all, in all angles. Yeah. You know? Another thing, too, bro, like, I think, too, Sometimes I be knowing this when I be coaching. Like sometimes kids be like, you know, I be training or we'll be coaching or whatever. 
They just I can't go no more. That's, I heard Inky Johnson say that's always a man on the inside of you that's willing to work harder. So it's more like, all right, once we feel like we got to that peak, no, you can actually go a little bit harder. That's what mm-hmm. make that's why Jordan's so great. That's why mm-hmm. Kobe's is great. That's why LeBron is great. And back to business, when you're saying you're telling your boys, that's one thing about me. Like, I'm kind of like you. Like, I see the bigger picture, mm-hmm. and I say, like, all right, I know what it takes to get there. Mm-hmm. We got to go harder. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's kind of like, as we go up, I want to bring my peoples up with me, my mm-hmm. mans. But it's like, if they ain't got their shit together, their business together, mm-hmm. then it's like, it's going to be hard. You pulling away from the vision. And that's why I rock with LeBron so much because even, you know what I'm saying, with Rich Paul and all those guys, man, they had their business together. You know what I'm saying? Like, them boys, like, they really had their business together. Maverick Carter, like, they had their business together, bro. And that's why when LeBron blew up, he brought his boys with him because they went and handled their business. And one thing about being a Sigma, bro, you already know, hey, we got to handle business. My dad always told me that you got to be a man about your business, dog. Like, you got to come in there and handle your bed and do what you need to do because at the end of the day, my daddy's always say, you're going to be held responsible for the shit that you didn't make happen. So if I said I want to go out here and make this happen, guess what? If I don't make it, I got to keep the promise I made to myself to go out here and make this shit happen, bro. I don't care who support me. I don't care if I get five followers. I'm touching somebody. Mm-hmm. The five followers going to turn to 50 followers. I just got to stay consistent because if you stay consistent, you'll turn. You'll never know what you'll turn into. You'll turn into just somebody you never thought you can be because you was consistent, bro. Now, I love walking up and, up in the, you know, go out somewhere. I'm, I'm out of town. I'm in Houston. I'm somewhere. I'm kicking it with people. And I say, man, I'll be watching Chopper of the Wednesday. Man, okay, thank you for showing the love because mm-hmm. now that gives me encouragement to keep going. Yeah. What was the moment? Did you ever hit a moment where you're like, damn, I know I know I'm doing something right? What what moment was that? Shit, bro. When I did when people just start following that shit, yeah. bro. Like and people start liking that junk. Like mm-hmm. and people started just you know what it was for real? It was kids, bro. It was kids. I yeah. was at work, bro. Just at basketball practice. And on our boys on the track are running. And then the co- one of the kids was like, Chop it up Wednesday. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? We, yeah. we, we, it's, we, we. Especially if you're on the kids' radar now. Yeah. You're on the kids' radar. You're doing something. I'm going to tell you what, what, I, what, what ours was for me. And I don't, I can't, of course, I can't speak for Demo and Scope, yeah. but what ours was for me is when we had a, it was like just random, a female that I went to high school with had reached out to, to me and was like, Hey, y'all keep dropping them podcasts every Thursday. I'm fucking mm-hmm. with it. Y'all be making my day. I swear y'all get me through the rest of the week all the way up to like the mm-hmm. next Wednesday till y'all drop again. I said, damn, mm-hmm. for real. She's like, hell yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I laugh. Like, I, I get game. Mm-hmm. I just love it. And that's, I got that. I got that a few times too. Like, people mm-hmm. just be like, hey, bro, I thank you for getting me through that. Or sometimes, like, when I lost my mom, it was very, it's, it still hurt me. You know what I'm saying? I still mm-hmm. go through the grieving process of everything. You know what I mean? And I'm still grieving. Me and my little brother's like, that shit was that shit hit different, you know. Um, but people like, man, you just so strong. You just kept consistent through all that. But under, I understand that sometimes pain gonna turn can turn to power. Yeah. You feel me? So it's like, man, pain temporary. So I get through it, but I gotta stay consistent. You know what I'm saying with what it is that I'm trying to do and become. That's all I know. I was gonna ask you how did you deal with that? You know, adversity. You know what I'm saying? Because like, that, that's tough. You know. Yeah, it is. It's pretty tough. Lose your mama, man. Yeah. And like you said, it was unexpected. Man, yeah. We, we knew she had cancer. And stuff, yeah. Like, her death was untimely. Yeah. So how did you deal with that, adver- that adversity? It was like my mom had ended up like I never forget. My, my they came down to Huntsville just on some random stuff. You know what I'm saying? We were just chilling or whatever. And bro, like my mom sat in the chair and she was just talking. 
And um, cause I stayed in Madison, it was just like on the outskirts of uh Huntsville, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, who we just talking? And she like I got something to tell y'all. She's like, yo, I got stage three, a cervical cancer. So I'm like, what the fuck? Like I just I ain't know what do I just start crying? Like that's moms, bro. Like that yeah. shit different. Like so. Um, I ain't know what to do, bro. Like, I, I, you know, at the time, you know, I was involved in church a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to get my, my spirit right my mind because I was raised in church. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? My mom mm-hmm. made sure that we, you know, knew God or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, she tried her best. And so, bro, like, when it hit, I had already knew, okay, this is adversity. We're going to get through this. After I got through the emotional part of it, I was like, all right, mom, we getting through this. You know what I'm saying? So it was an ugly process. Like, it'll go, it shit do good, then shit go bad. And I'm like, fuck. Like, mm-hmm. no, that shit was just tough. Many sleepless nights calling my little brother's ass. And I'll never forget my little brother, man. We was, uh, we had went to church because I was going to All Nations Church, which is like, they had like, it was jumping. Like, that shit was cracking. It was like a lot of young people. So I was having fun. I was trying to live right or whatever. And, um, shit, my little brother was, he said, man, he just looked over to me, bro. He started crying. He said, man, I don't want my mom to die. Mm. And that shit hit me, bro. I was like, bro, I just grabbed my little brother. I just held that nigga, bro. I just said, hey, bro, we're going to get through this shit. Mm-hmm. And so, nigga, I'm talking about, that was an ugly process. I'm talking about, bro, we walked my mom, bro. Like, I, I was finna fly out to Denver, Colorado, dog. Like, finna go to a, uh, finna go kick with my partner now, man, on a guy's trip out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was flying out of Memphis because it was my mom's birthday weekend. And then, um... Shit, like we had it. Uh, I knew I was gonna fly back from Denver to go to my mom's party, so I put I pulled up in my mom's apartment, bro. She going, she just got out of chemo and shit like that. And bro, like it was like I walk up to the door, my nigga, I see an eviction notice. Oh, you got fourteen hundred dollars. This shit doing five days. I'm like, damn. I'm beating on the door trying to get somebody to come to the door. And here my mama coming, nigga. She ain't on her crutches. Like she, I'm like, mom, here go a, a notice, a, a eviction notice. I ain't know what to do. I just like, shit, I'm like, bro, we got to find a way to, because, you know what I mean? Like, it's different. Like, my mom ain't even 50 years old, bro. Like, this shit just hit different. And then, uh, man, I, that shit was just, man, I done went in the food stamp office with my mama, like, when she, nigga, she 110 pounds, nigga. She pushing a goddamn cane, nigga. We trying to get in the food stamp office to feed my niece. Like, you, you talking about, you talking about, like, we got to go hard. Man, you see why I go hard. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I that shit, I don't like people feeling sorry for us. Like, that shit just hurt us, bro. Like, mm-hmm. and I just always wanted to make my mom proud and shit, you know? And so when she, man, when she passed away, um, no, she died, she died February 17, 2019. I'll never forget that shit. I buried on the 23rd. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was the worst shit ever pushing my mom in the casket up out that motherfucking church. And that hurts. I told a motherfucker, I said, man, listen. You can't tell me how to grieve. You can't. That's my mom. That's the only person I trusted. I feel like understood me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And who went through a lot to become who she is. But I'm going to tell you, she a G, though. Because when she found out, so she, my mom had just, one time, it was in May 2019, nigga. She, uh, no, May 20, 2018. Because uh, she passed away February 19. Nigga, my mama crossed that motherfucking stage with her master's degree straight out of so chemo. Did. You know what I'm saying? Straight so out of chemo. Did. She went and walked across that stage with her master's, nigga. Yeah. And she always said, when she always said, when all three of her boys graduate uh, high school, uh, she gonna go get her master's. And that's what she did. So that's yeah. let me know. I can do whatever I set my mind to. That's why you talk about adversity. Yeah. Bro, like, sometimes in life, we don't realize how strong we are as people until we're going through challenges. Yeah. And challenges don't do nothing but change you. You know what I'm saying? And so when I was encountering that, that challenge and that adversity, bro, going through it, 
you know, for one, I didn't lose my faith, bro. You know what I'm saying? I just knew that God caused all things to work together some way, somehow. You know what I'm saying? And for three, I just always remember everything my mom taught me how to be tough mentally, how to like understand that no matter what you're going through, you're gonna make it. It ain't gonna it ain't gonna rain forever. The sun gotta shine someday. But through your process, you know what I'm saying, what, just never turn your back on God. And she was like, just never just, you know what I'm saying, just always believe in yourself and go for it. You can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. And so that's how I get through it every day. I just keep those memories. You see, I got the chain around my neck and my mom. Like, I keep her ass close to me because, you know what I'm saying, like, because I need her. Yeah. yeah. And how did um, how did that uh, change your relationship with God? How did that change your faith? Man, I was mad at God, fool. I was yeah. like, why you take my mama, bro? Right. You know what I'm saying? I ain't understand it. My auntie had I had that talk with my auntie, my, and my auntie said, You can you can she was like, Man, you can be upset at God, but just don't turn your back on him. You know what I'm saying? So at the, I understand I'm at peace now, and it didn't change nothing because I trust him. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like with any other relationship, bro, like it's my personal junk, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't got to understand that, so I'm going to be me. He understand that, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I can't change who I am, you know, yeah, but, yeah. but I can understand I can be a man of character. I can be a man of dignity. I can be a man of discipline, you know what I'm saying, and and, and just live off what, you know, I had to get to know God for myself, you know what I'm saying? I can't express this to nobody else, but but I had to, my mom just said, keep a personal relationship with him, and you, you'll be okay. And she they just let me live, and that's how I live now. Like so, strong, bro. strong, bro. Strong. That's it. it. Takes a strong individual to get some, get through something like that. Yeah, yeah. still I'm, getting through it though. I want to ask, let's, nah, yeah, nah, and my <laughs> condolences as well, bro. I know it's been a couple of years now, but still, you nah. know, I mean, that's probably one of the hardest things any, like, especially male, can go through is, bro. Like, and oh. and been on it. People don't understand how much a, a mama means to yeah, nah, for So real. all the kids out there, of dudes, listen, bro. If y'all beefing with y'all mom, bro, if y'all right. man, get that, you only get one, bro. You know what I'm saying? You only get, get one right. mom's, dog. So right. treat, man, get it right, bro. Yeah, yeah. Real talk. Get that shit right. <laughs> talk to a love on Kiss her, you know yeah. what I mean? For me, at least, you know what I mean? Yeah. Nah, me and Sco had this talk all the time. I don't think I ever even, maybe I have said this once or twice on the podcast. I want to bring it up. I don't yeah. want you to bring it up. Um, my mother got Alzheimer's. You know, my mother had me when she was forty three years old. Now she's seventy one. She just turned seventy one in May. Yeah. Uh, she got Alzheimer's, and you know, just at my nephew' wedding, probably a couple weeks ago. Now she looked me in my face and didn't know who I was. You know what I'm saying? Like shit hit different. It, yeah. <laughs> and my my cousin, we had on the podcast, Keisha. She gonna be on one of these episodes. I don't know when we gonna. She probably <laughs> next or something. All right. But uh, when we when we drop next, well before she she, she gonna be before this before, for sure. She gonna be before this. I don't know. Demo do whatever the fuck he wants. All right, Demo. Turn All right. Up. But she gonna be on one of these episodes that we already got recorded and everything. And um, you know, she asked me. She was like, "Cuz, like, how did that affect you? How did you feel it?" Yeah. I was like, "You know, I'm in a space right now where." And it's probably a little unhealthy, but it's just the sacrifice that I got to make for the sake of my little boys is I'm in a space right now where I really can't feel much. Like yeah, I, my, I feel my, you, my, my mind won't allow me to feel right now. I, I got to keep myself, like, numb and, and, and all that for the sake of my child because I know, and I know that's going to hurt me in the long run, and I know when it's all said and done and the shit come, you know, to, yeah. to, to, to uh, fruition, I already know that, 
I'm gonna be fucked up out here. It's probably gonna cause some shit with myself. But that's yeah. just the the condition yeah. that I done had to accept yeah. for the sake of my baby. Yeah. Because if I'm around here now, yeah. I feel my feels, but yeah. I can't like I can't feel yeah. everything that I need to feel in this moment for the sake of him. I right. gotta keep going right. because I rather stay strong now. Or what, I won't even call it strength. I'll just say continue to ignore it now for the sake of him so he could be better. A lot yeah. would advise against It'd be him. hard to ignore it, though, because my grandma used to always say what's on the inside going to come out. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. the thing about that is, like, the more, because I'm a therapist, bro. I got my mouth in social work. And so my thing is, like, and this is what I learned, too, like, because dealing with grief, that shit real. You know what I'm saying? Like, your mind ain't passed, but you're still dealing with grief. It's, yeah. You're still dealing with some type of affection. Like, it's still something there. But what I learned, though, you, like my therapist, because I go to counseling, and I, she be telling me, like, hey, feel your feeling. You know what I'm saying? Feel your feel. Feel it. Feel it. You know what I'm saying? But understand, you ain't got to, like, react to it. Like, just understand it. You know what I'm saying? But just be in control of it. Like, manage your emotions. Like, recognize it. Bring light to it. and But don't let it manage you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because sometimes I was get, bro, I'm talking about, like, Drunk nights, snapping, like, I'm talking about, bro, it was a point where depression set in with me, bro, like, probably three months ago. Just, on mother, like, Coastal Mother Day weekend. Just hit, just hit me out of nowhere. I'm talking about, bro, I'm talking about suicidal ideations, bro. Like, it was a lot of shit that was playing on my mind, bro, and I had to get to somebody. You know what I'm saying? I had to get my pistol out of my hand. Like, it was it was like that, bro. So I'm telling you, like, don't if you know you can prevent that shit, Bro, go ahead and handle that shit now because your little boy, guess what? Even if even if you, because even if when you're not teaching him, you teach him. Mm-hmm. Like, even the shit that, that you're not dealing with on the inside, he going to grow up realizing that shit eventually. You know what I'm saying? That shit going to have an effect on him. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, even with the little man, it's like, just do it for yourself, bro, but do it for him too, but do it for yourself for you don't want to go around carrying that shit because life going to keep adding problems on you, bro, mm-hmm. every day. Every, the older you get, the more shit that's going to start coming your way. And if you keep building shit on shit you ignore, one day, bro, you're going to blow the fuck up, bro. You might have a stroke, Lord forbid. Like, it just, a lot of shit can trigger, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I just say handle that shit. Like, however you feel, yeah, like, why it's kind of, why it ain't so hard. Because once it get hard, and like you said, I'm with you, like, I ignore it. Sometimes I ignore my emotions and my feelings. Like, I don't want to deal with that shit, but if I, I got to, that's what's going to my, my, show my strength is my weaknesses, bro. Now I can I can maximize my strengths, but I can develop my weaknesses, too. Mm-hmm. Best of both worlds. I want to be a whole man, bro, for my kids, bro. Like, I don't, like all that shit, like, the old heads, like, a lot of them niggas who raised us, my uncles, and I, I, sometimes a lot of them folks hear a lot of shit from us. Like, you grow up, you be like, these motherfuckers really ain't. They got issues, especially when you when they, your parents married and you don't understand why you're like why you know what I'm saying why shit ain't working. You get older and you see. He's like, damn, that nigga really fucked up. Yeah, you know I'm just being (laughs) real. You looking up to (laughs) like, damn, ain't no parent perfect, but it's like I don't want to be that, bro. Like I don't want to be like that. Like if I be like my dad, I want to be. I want to take all the good attributes from him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I deal with my own demons because we be, all got them, bro. I be dealing with the stuff myself now, checking the stuff in the bud. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, scold, like, no, nah, you need to correct that shit. Yeah, yeah. And then plenty of times I was on the phone too, like, bro, I was acting like a bitch ass nigga. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just, you know. And you got to be willing to change uh-huh. too, willing to yeah. work that shit out, bro. Somebody did this demonstration for me. My therapist did. She was like, she was like, when it comes to 
as men, sometimes we got to really like an orange. You got to like peel that layer back, bro, to get to the good part of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which is the fruit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if you take care of the, and that's the, not the fruit, I'm sorry, the root of the issue. Because mm-hmm. if you take care of the root, you will not got the fruit. You know what I'm saying? So she was like, let's peel these layers back. And she was like, let's get to the actual root of the problem so that we can have some good fruit. Yeah, that's dope. The good thing about it is, is that, um, you know, I got the, I understand it. I got the, the whole idea of understanding. Yeah. Like, um, when I say what I say, it's not more so like, I am ignoring it, but yeah. <laughs> it's, it needs to be ignored right For now. For sure. Right. Yeah. Because if I deal with it the way I need to deal with it, it's not going to be not gonna... productive to anyone yep. around yeah. me. Mm-hmm. It just needs to be a space or a moment or a time that's good for me to where, I, where I'm able or where I can deal with that's it. That's wise, though. You know what I'm saying? At least my you pop, know it, though. My pops, yeah. told me that, my pops told me that when mm-hmm. his brother died, he was like, right now, I don't have time. Because my mm-hmm. mama, my, my grandma, my mother's mother, mm-hmm. she was dying. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he didn't have time to like deal with, deal with it. You know it, what I'm yeah. saying? So he had to be be a man for his woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, but he was like, he gonna grieve. He gonna get to that point where he better to grieve. You know? I think it's just being self aware. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. That's, that's key. Yeah, that's key. Yeah. yeah, and that's what you're doing, bro. Yeah. Like you aware? He's of that very self aware. That's good. So he ain't gonna let like you know certain things affect. People, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It ain't you like I can't even tell. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, nigga, you're gonna protect the fuck. You gonna protect I be wanting to complain about shit. I don't want to come and complain him about shit because I know what he going through. But he don't show shit. That shit is tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I and I live. It's a principle I live by. Like personally, for myself, like do everything without arguing and complaining. Like don't don't complain about nothing, bro. It's like it's so much we can be grateful for. Like if yeah, I gotta do this, I'm just gonna do it. Why I'm, I'm a man. Why I'm complaining about this shit? Bro? shit. What, what, what are you gonna do? We talk about means go talk about yeah. that shit. Yeah, I need to be having a lot of people. Want no, I don't be want no sympathy, nigga. That's what I'm saying. A lot of people be feeling like that's why I don't be feeling sorry for nobody. Mm-hmm. Like cause it's like. Why do I feel sorry? Like, because somebody took your same situation and went and be successful with it. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So why why, why complain about it? Oh, I, I want to do this, but yeah. but I can't. No, you can. Stop really? saying you can't. Yeah, I ain't finna come around and treat you different because you're going through, <laughs> you're going through some shit. I'm going to do to be the same old stuff. What's up, big head ass nigga? Right. You know what I'm saying? My grandfather just died two days ago. Two days ago. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like, he ain't. <laughs> I don't want they know. Yeah. I don't want that shit from them. Like the nigga was ninety two, he was old as fuck. He was old as shit. <laughs> he <laughs> lived his life, bro. Like he, he, he was old as he shit. Probably ballin with, I, he probably he was more older than ninety two. He was born in nineteen twenty five or four. Yeah, so he, he was 80, like ninety ninety eight. He know he at eighty, I'm ready to go. He know I he know I found us, cuz <laughs> damn near. <laughs> damn near. He right like that. But y'all ain't coming up in the game. Yeah, man. OG. But that's the thing too is like when somebody my boy you been quiet the whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been telling him shut up. I'm gonna say shut up, big man. I've been looking at you all this time to say something. You ain't said nothing. Damn thing. I've been trying to take these notes. I've been, been watching sports on them. I'm just like, what did he say? He on ESPN over there. That nigga looking at porn. That's what he doing. I know your games. I know you game. Don't get Roscoe started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, you're right. <laughs> this nigga's skull is weird. 
we ain't gonna talk about scope. <laughs> but no, nah, that's what I, that's what I was gonna say. I think a lot of the times, a lot of people want to be like sympathetic, yeah. or they want to be empath. So, but at the same time, it's that helpless feeling because yeah. mm-hmm. I felt that same way when T said his grandfather passed. I was like. Okay, but like it's like I want to do something, but it's like what what can, I, what can you what do? Can That's I what do? I've come yeah. into the understanding of. Yeah. It's just like, bro, if somebody passes, like okay, all I can do is offer my condolences. That's There's it. really yeah. nothing I ain't got. I ain't got nothing else for you. I'm I can't sorry, even say bro. the right words to yeah. help you. Like I typed, fuck that old ass nigga first. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, I may not do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the dynamic. That's the dynamic. You know how you are with your friends. I already talk about him being sick. I fuck that old ass nigga. <laughs> how, you know, I was gonna type. Uh, yeah. I was like, nah, too soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would a couple laughed. days. You know, I would have laughed at that shit. <laughs> hey, he's OG. Yeah, he did his part, bro. He raising y'all. You good? You good guy, bro? Nigga, old as shit. Did you look up to him when you was growing up? Nah, I got you. That's why I was like, bro, you ain't even really just. What you, what, why are you telling us this? Like, you don't even. Really... <laughs> I, I love my grandfather. I love him. I love him. I heard him talk about his grandfather more than talk about his daddy. Yeah, good, yeah, bro. I love my grandfather. That's my grandfather, good, though, bro. Yeah, That's dope. And my daddy, daddy. Like, yeah, I, I love it. I love him. Like, but it's just, you know, shit. Y'all weren't that close. About, we were close, but he ain't teach me shit. Yeah, no doubt. I, I'm, listen, no doubt. I'm giving it all to Sherry. No Sherland Cross, yeah, like yeah. that's that's really the hardest. Now my mother, yeah, mom, okay, that's the hardest one that I'm dealing with right now with the Alzheimer's shit. Like I give it all to her. She no taught doubt. me everything. No, no doubt, like, no doubt. Nobody Share else. That shit, bro. I yeah. mean it, bro. Yeah. I would tell people he's so wise. I was like, hey, yeah. you know, we all would make jokes with him because his mom had him when she was older. Yeah, you know? like, but bro, she was shit, fucking that shit. <laughs> Hard at three. Get hey, no in. cap though. My my youngest auntie, bro, she's only four years older than me, bro. My grandma had her. She was like forty one, something like that. So that I be having them thoughts too. Like damn, my grandma, because you know what I'm saying. Like, she really going. She Mama really going. That thing yeah. back. She was out here, man. <laughs> man knocking the dust off that pussy. Somebody like me was knocking it off. Uh, elder welder. <laughs> damn, go. Hey, it's not like them cougars, man. That's how you. That's what you like, Scott. No, you don't like them cougars. I fuck a couple niggas' mamas, bro. Damn. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, I bro. wasn't telling. Fuck it. It's so funny if we talk about it. So I'm gonna come I know coach. a couple of them niggas. <laughs> I say a name. Keep on trying. <laughs> come on, man. God damn. <laughs> Yeah, nah, I used to get, I used to kind of feel, I just realized now that that was my blessing. Like, damn, I had a mom at 43, and she got yeah. so much gain no, no, to no. give me. But like, the fact that you are able, you were, you were able to turn, you know what I'm saying, your perspective, bro, like, you literally turned that into something positive. Like, damn, bro, like, I'm getting some. Your, your mom probably raised you totally, di- like, she, she was probably yeah. putting stuff on the inside of you, bro, when you was young. Like, nigga you wise, was always bro. two, three steps ahead yeah, of everybody else. Wise, all, all your homeboys going through stuff, but they coming to you for, for yeah, answers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Niggas like, five, six years older than me that's my partner. Yeah. It used to blow my mind, bro. Mm-hmm. I remember one time, I always bring this story up. <laughs> we were talking, we was at the lunch table, and I was talking about, uh, talking about the movie Friday. Mm-hmm. And this nigga looked at me and say, I don't give a fuck about that movie, bro. Just bun- got a bunch of black folks acting silly. <laughs> I'm looking at them like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? You know what I'm saying? Oh, and yeah. when you think about it, that's what it was. just Friday, just a bunch of shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's black people reinforcing negative stereotypes. Uh-huh. It's cool shit. Yeah. I respect it because it fed a lot of black people and, and you know, catapulted mm-hmm. a lot of black people's careers. Yeah. So two things can be true. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. 
you know, I'm not finna sit here and act like like my mama. She ain't like none of that shit. Yeah, uh, the Cosby Show, oh, really? Good Times. She play black people don't act like that. The Good Times, and uh, she's like, I grew up in the project. Nah, mm-hmm. and he's like, nah, that shit. Where the other shit? Where the motherfuckers getting raped? Where the stabbings? Nah, that's, where the killings? That's the shit people hide though, bro. That's some real yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it just I, it was it was that shit was a blessing. I just wish yeah. that that I just sometimes look at my little boy because he looked just like her ass, and uh, I'm like. Yeah, I'm like, damn, I wish you could experience her like how I That's how I be feeling about my kids, bro. Like, man, because my mom was so dope, bro. Like, she was real, bro. Like, bro, my mom was born on the south side of Chicago, raised on the south side of Chicago, bro. Like, she, bro, she liked that. Like, she, whoop, whatever. Like, she talking bad about whoever. Don't play with her. I always said this, bro. If you want to find out what mama made up, fuck with her kids. Fuck with her kids. <laughs> fuck with her kids, nigga. <laughs> no, I don't fuck with the baby boy. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. I be crazy about that baby boy. Man. Mama be crazy about the baby boy. Come on, God. you get away with everything. Oh, God. That little bro. smile and shit. She's probably oh, like... Man, my son didn't do it. You call him up to the school. My son didn't do a goddamn thing. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. I did, though. <laughs> the whole time. Every fucking time I did. Hey, mama Every don't play about that baby I'll boy, now. I'm like, man, I couldn't have got away with that bullshit. Man. Every time. I ain't speaking of brother. Where your brother at, Pasco? That's what he talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> man, that nigga used to come up the lane. With the, he was about he was tall as hell coming around us, man. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he back home. He doing all right. Okay. Tell him I said what's up, bro. Still big nigga. Yeah, yeah, I already know him. Since we, uh, you know, we're talking about grandparents and shit, tell yeah. me about uh, your book, Tears oh, yeah. of a Grandson. The Tears yeah. of a Grandson, bro. Like, it's so, uh, The Tears of a Grandson, I wrote that book because it was a memoir in, remember, in memory of my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Uh, so before I lost my mom, I had lost my grandma, like, to cancer, too. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, man, I was just in the grieving process. And I, like I said, I had kind of, like, trying to get my mind right, get myself together. So I had started going to church and stuff. And I just... Just give my spirit, right? Because that was my grandma taught me. I ain't know nothing else. She didn't teach us. She just told us, you know, get to God, you know, go to church and stuff like that. If you want to get on the right track. And so, uh, man, yeah. So I just wrote a book when she passed or dealt with it. And I just explained pretty much it's like how we was raised, like how my who my grandma was. Like, she, everybody loved my grandma. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knew, you know what I'm saying? Her as the church lady. You know what I'm saying? But she fed the whole community. She loved the people. She raised the kids, right? She was an OG. Yeah. Like she raised uh five kids by herself on the south side of Chicago. You know what I'm saying? She was like she was like that. And uh I just wrote it. You know what I'm saying? I wrote a book just about her, telling mm-hmm. a little bit of story about her. She had twenty three grandkids, bro. Yeah, twenty three grandkids, dog. And guess what? All twenty three of us loved her, bro. Yeah. She knew all of them by name. Mm-hmm. She had us down in the summer times. We out there. Like, we was bad, too. Like, we was bad as hell, boy. Everybody knew us Miss Lucille grandkids. And so um, I just talked about, you know what I'm saying, um, just everything, how we was raised and how she how she treated us. She loved us. And I was her favorite. Yeah, I was her favorite, bro. I was her favorite, too. Yeah, I was her favorite, bro. I, I would like to think I was my, my favorite, too. Yeah, I was a, unless they made us unless they had a way of making everybody feel like they was a favorite though. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah I ain't never heard Steve Harvey say anytime his grandkids come up to him and ask who the favorite, he say you. You, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you would know though. It's certain little small extra stuff they'll do. You be like, hey, yeah, my other grandkids ain't getting this. Yeah. So, uh, but nah. So that's why I did, and then um, I wrote another book called uh, Driven: Twenty One Days of Motivation. Yeah. So whatever you're doing, like you're trying to be an entrepreneur. You're trying, and that's why I am too, bro. I'm entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like Jay-Z said, man, 
I'm not a businessman. I am a businessman. You know what I mean? So I'm, I was used to sell pecans at 10, at 10 years old, boy, for my first pair of J's. Yeah. <laughs> the bl- black and white 14s. Uh, so 21 days of motivation, bro. Like, if you're trying to get better, you're trying to grow, you're trying to, like, like take everything you're doing to the next level, you got 21 days to develop good a good habit of, of great thinking. You know what I'm saying? Extraordinary thinking that's going to challenge you and get you to the next level. You know what I'm saying? How can I take my business from good to great? You know what I'm saying? How can I take my character as a person from good to great? Because I'm big on character, too. You know what I'm saying? I believe that uh, charisma gets you to the top, but to the top, but your character is what's gonna help you stay at the top. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you need the right people vouching for you. It ain't about knowing everybody; it's about knowing the right people. You know what I'm saying? And what good what good does it do for you to gain the world, bro, and lose your soul, bro? So have some type of character, man. People can look at you and say, man, okay. Because when somebody look at you, they automatically think of something, good or bad. Yeah. Like when when Skull think of D Mile, he gonna always think about this, this, the times we had in college, mm-hmm. but. He also seen the transition, exactly. you know what I'm saying? And it's like, how can I take everything that I'm doing, even my mentality, the way I think and what I'm doing, I need to take this to the next level. If I'm a leader at work, if I drive, how can I be better uh, in six months ago? Like, with you driving trucks and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Well, if you get this, how can I take this to another level? How can I make the people around me better? You know what I'm saying? Like, the people I, I come in contact with every day. Like, can I leave a good impression when I come back? People expecting me, like, okay. Because that, that's when blessings going to start falling in your hand. You know what I'm saying? That's when opportunities going to start opening and doors going to start coming. You know what I'm saying? Because of you're taking your mindset, your mentality, and everything you're doing, you know what I'm saying, to the next level. And they always say it take you 21 days um, to, I mean, 21 years to be 21 years old. So it's like, well, let's give you 21 days of motivation to break that bad habit of negative thinking. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop holding yourself back. Like, let's get to it. It's here. You've been giving some good game, but I've been wanting to ask you, and I haven't wanted to interrupt you because you've been Mm -hmm. flowing. That's the only reason why I ain't been saying nothing because I could talk too because I talked for a long time. But I wanted to ask you in regards to Skull because I know he said when they came back, he had this perspective before you graduated Mm -hmm. of you being like, you got all the bitches, you got all this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. When you came back, you was like, bro, I'm converted. So, what what was it, or what were some of the tactics? Because you his you also mm-hmm. his DP too. Yeah, for sure. What were some of the tactics that you was giving to Sko and them? Because Sko's a big nigga, and he All seems right. like sometimes he seemed like a wall too. Yeah, for so sure. So what were some of the tactics you was using? You know, T talked about manipulation, and I can give yeah. some examples of how he did that with us. Yeah, because he was our president at right. MT. Okay, All right. So what were some of the tactics you kind of used on Sko down there, Lane? Man, just understand. I just <laughs> one thing about me, like. And dang, like, I, I, I can speak on this though. Like at Lane, at Lane, it wasn't the, all like I talked about. Change the motivation. <laughs> that was the Besides, well, besides all the fun, besides all the fun shit though. Yeah, like he was the first person to show me like real like brotherhood. Like dude used to come when I when I was online and stuff. He used to come pick me up. Right, you know how most most uh. Old head and shit go make you go bomb shit and shit yeah, like that. Like yeah. he picked me up, he he ain't fed me. <laughs> he ain't talked to me about what asked me what I'm doing in class today. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What you learned today? Like, <clears throat> what you got going? What's your goals? What's your dreams? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like shit like that, just building that you know that true brotherhood with me. He just went like on that frat shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like, he a good person, bro. Like mm-hmm. he just like I'm the type of person. Where I feel like I attract who I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I whatever is in me, I feel like I attract it. Like. 
Like he 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 had something about him that I that I can connect with. Him and uh Q. Q yeah. Like they were just different. Like they weren't no high heads. They was in it for the right reason. And then when I met his dad, when his dad knew my dad, it was just yeah. crazy. Like we just connected. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But my thing, my tactic was just being myself. Like mm-hmm. Just be yourself, man. Understand that, like, somebody going to always look up to you. Somebody going to always kind of, like, watch you and follow you. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you excite somebody. So those yeah. people that you excite and you bring joy and light to, like, you pour into them because they're going to go pour into somebody else. So just be yourself, like, and just understand that. <clears throat> just be real with people, man. A lot of times folks don't like being real. Like, just being real. Like, my tactic was just being myself and just always remember, like, I'm a positive person. I'm I'm very very optimistic. I I don't like I give I see the good in people, mm-hmm. and everybody ain't like that. Yeah. But my thing is like, I see the good in people, and it's like when you got somebody who's willing to get better and want to change and and got a potential, you just pour into them, bro. And if they get it, they do. If they don't, yeah. that's on them. You gotta let it go. What you got next, man. What you got? What you got coming up next, man? Just business, bro. Like I'm just grinding. Honestly, I, I can't even tell you. I am working on another. Uh, I'm working on children's book, bro. On children's book. Like yeah, it's gonna be called a, uh, uh, a ball in the in a dream, bro. Like it's gonna be a true story about, <clears throat> like, cause a lot of kids be having dreams go to the league. But I got a homeboy who actually made it to the NBA. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Actually been playing professional ball for like mm-hmm. ten years, eleven years, and yeah. he made it through the obstacles and stuff like that. So. Uh, I'm just working on a new project, just like get a visual for it. And I'm just gonna write a children's book, man. Try to just um, that's what we're working on now. It's already in works, mm-hmm. but just to help these kids to keep dreaming. Because the next generation, like you got to think about, like Oprah Winfrey, people like that, their time is leaving. Yeah. So we, so who the next generation to come up? It's gonna be us. We the next Tyler Perry's. We the next, you know what I'm saying? Like we the next big time people. So, but what are we doing? I ain't. I don't know about y'all, but it's a few people that. They reach that's a part of the older generation that reached down to help me to pour into me and give and make opportun- opportunities possible for me to be who I am today. Mm-hmm. So I want to be like that, you know what I'm saying? Give back, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like a philanthropist, kind of like. Yeah. Um, so I'm just trying to help the next generation, bro, and just help them to keep dreaming. Cause like I looked at your little boy earlier, I was like, man, that's the next generation, bro. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, like, that's what we got pouring too. Like, they gonna be taking care of us one day. Hopefully he don't be a psycho like his dad. Yeah, I'm just hoping. Shit, it ain't looking good. <laughs> Roscoe boy too, man. My boy Blake like eight, man. He he's grown, six, man. He's six. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it ain't looking good for mine. He just headbutted me. <laughs> when we was at the soccer game earlier, he headbutted me in the face. I wanted to whoop his ass in front of white folks. <laughs> like, I'm a chill. <laughs> he headbutted me in the face. You know it's your fault, though. <laughs> yeah, my fault. It's my fault. Hey, I kids know, though, man. He started this shit. <laughs> yeah, I started that bullshit. <laughs> All that fighting shit, you know. You used so. to fight growing up, bro. I did, hell yeah. I, but I be fighting him too, though. So that's why he you fight him. Nah, my no, my boy, I, my I, boy. I, boy. Yeah, I fight him. That's why he won't do the shit. But yeah, I fought a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's why I told you, he the bodyguard. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like fight a lot. He the bodyguard, sure, bro. What made you fight, bro? <laughs> uh, I don't know, bro. Insecurities <laughs> 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 and shit, like insecurities, fear. Scared, like just insecurities and fear. Scared. Then we, grew, my house was. Oh, I said I really was my grandma's favorite because I grew up in a house with grandma. And, uh-huh. You know, like I was telling them one of them, my grandma was the one who she she actually that's how she had Alzheimer's too, mm-hmm. and they found out that's how she had Alzheimer's because she poisoned me. Oh, right? and I had to go get my stomach pumped and shit. Yeah, that's how they found out she had Alzheimer's. But 
Her, I really was her favorite. She told my mama, she was like, if that boy die, I'm going to kill myself. I start having oh, seizures and shit. shit. Yeah, so, like, that probably threw me out, too. I don't know. It was a lot of shit that happened <laughs> that probably could have made me burnt out like I am. But, like, I grew up in a house full of kids, all of that yeah. shit, and grandma always spoiling me. And, yeah. But by the time she was down, she thought I was her child and shit. She thought oh, she actually did. birthed me. Yeah. My grandma did. So... Just, I guess, to make a long story short, man, just growing up in a house full of fucking little psychos and shit. Man, I already know, bro. <laughs> like, you, you know, yeah, 23 yeah. kids. That was us, hey, nigga. Yeah, like, we, like, man, my cousin, bro, they used to flip. They was crazy as hell going on. <laughs> like, like, we used to go, we used to, go to other streets and whoop other niggas, just, like fight other people on other streets. They flipping out. They were from Chicago. They used to flip out of trees. Like, bro, we, yeah, yeah. we was some psychos. Yeah, it's like, we was crazy-ass kids. We got caught smoking paper one day. Yeah. Grass, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, smoke, they was smoking cigarettes. Facts. Stealing my uncle's cigarettes. Blowing Man. them Blowing. <laughs> Stealing cigarettes. Yeah. Newport Shaw, nigga. Them bitches Marlboros <laughs> Marlboros, Menthol, my boy. They yes, sir. drinking they liquor and shit. Like, who's this Bumpy face, the Seagram. Yeah, Seagram G, and that's on, how we started. The bumpy face, baby. That's how we started. Uh, but, yeah, we just burnt. It was just like, I don't know. I, I think my the reason I fought a lot is just like it was fear-based and yeah. shit. Just, you know, seeing I see a person and just not being able to understand what this man, who this man is, I identify what his motive is. Yeah. And it was all fear-based. And when you see that person, you automatically meet that with aggression. Yeah, for sure. One thing about niggas. A lot of niggas. Yeah. You meet them with aggression, they gonna meet you. They, back gonna, with they that gonna match that same energy, bro. <laughs> and it's like, I right, made the best. They gonna man match man. that same energy, bro. That's why coming to Sigma, bro, coming to college, Demo Nook could vouch. Like it was just, <laughs> I was like, and I was so far out of my element, and yeah. we was all vice lords growing up. Oh too. shit, you know what I'm saying? Ball, so, ball. Yeah, like we was Ooh. all vice lords. So it's like, and it's like. I didn't know. I didn't understand a lot of this college shit. Yeah. I, mean, I had a college nigga uh, alpha one time tell us like he was like I call him a college nigga. That's what he was because that's what we are. We college yeah. niggas. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> it's like this man tell me he said some shit like I'm gonna push your shit back or some shit like that. Yeah, I ain't the type. Of, come on, come on, bro. Do you mean that? Because I ain't the type of nigga you want to say that to. Like, I'll shoot you in your fucking face, bro. Like, come on. Like, for real. Like, I will. Like, like, what that mean? What do you even mean? Like, are you saying shit you've seen on a movie or yeah. something? Like, because yeah. you need to be real clear in the yeah, way you're no saying doubt. shit. No they doubt. Know you know, you got to just Facts. know. And that's why I never play with people, bro. Yeah, I never, come with bro. complete respect. I come here, I yep. me, what's going on, brother? You doing all right? Like, How I don't you doing, play with yeah. folks like that. Because, like, I know what men, not just black men, Men, yeah, people yeah. are capable. Oh yeah, no doubt. I done seen some evil motherfuckers. I was yeah. just telling my young one. Well, no, I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> Hell nah, yeah. speak on that shit. I just was talking to a nigga one time. I was telling him, bro, like you a fucking serial killer, bro. You done killed five people, bro. He back in baller. Nah, oh, you yeah, about to say? Nah, say nah, nah, I ain't nah, <laughs> <laughs> My bad, bro. My bad. Nah, cause I, I never get, bro. Baller was small. <laughs> so. Kevin, man, he took us. We was in, I don't know, we was in Grand Junction or Baller, but one of, we went to this little ass club right there one time. Uh-huh. Probably in Mississippi, huh? Nah, nah, it I wasn't in Mississippi. Okay. It was in Grand Junction, probably. How far y'all from Grand, from Grand Junction? We like Baltimore. fifteen minutes. Okay, no man. So y'all, do y'all fucking Grand Junction? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I got okay. some cousins and shit. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. I know Kevin all them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, we did not say Mississippi. You probably talking about that club off uh, 72. Yeah. Okay. Off 72. You just didn't know where you just didn't yeah, know where you were. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. we right there with me. If you go where I'm from, you could go a little bit down the road, hell. 
we about 15 minutes down the road from uh, Mississippi here, 20 minutes from Mississippi. From Mississippi. Yeah. My dad from like Holly Springs. We know Holly Springs. Yeah. I just was in Holly Springs with my brother. Oh, for real? Yeah, my brother out in Holly Springs. Man, my dad, he Bahay born around. Yeah, Bahay, all that. We probably like 45 minutes from Bahay. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I wrecked my damn car in Bahay. Fucking off in Bahay with my brother. Hey, he got a house out there. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. Bahay, bro. Yeah. I'm country, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, them yeah. niggas hood is hell in Hot Springs. They, <laughs> they, <laughs> they, like... they, woo, they tough. <laughs> they tough down there, boy. Hot Springs, Mississippi. Man, that shit Most tough. They dangerous. Need to be tough. Woo, yeah. they dangerous in Hot Springs, boy. You yeah. ever been to a uh, Rush College party? Uh-huh. Shit. Uh-huh. Rush College, boy. Yeah, run you up out there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't play with people. That's why mm-hmm. I say, like, that's why it's like, I can't, that was my thing here. I couldn't distinguish the difference. Yeah. It's like, you look tough as shit, bro. But you like, like that. But you, but you like, you see a motherfucker, you like, I don't know, this little dark motherfucker, he might. Mm-hmm. And you, I'm just going to strike. I'm a, whether you a, a, whether you like a 4.0 dude, this has been my, this been me since probably like eight <laughs> years old, bro, or before. Whether you a nigga that's intelligent as hell, whether you a nigga that's, there's like street nigga, I'm gonna handle you accordingly. Accordingly, the same way. it's just like you gotta be handled the same way. And I got a reputation for being a little throwed off of that, but I'm not. I'm. Nice I don't feel shit. bad, bro. It's college, bro. We all making immature decisions. It was before just, college, though. Before college. Oh he's shit, just, he's a horrible yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, it was before college, That's tough. bro. Yeah, I was getting that niggas though, especially. But I got it right when I went to college. I went to military. Oh yeah, yeah so you had well, advantage. You had leverage. Well, by the time I was 19, 18, I went to the military. That made me a lot better. Made me be able to understand people because you dealing with ball with these discipline, bro. Yeah, you fuck. I'm fucking niggas. Structure. Military. Yeah, you the, the you learned the proper way to use shit. Like, like maybe with a sigma, yeah. sigma. Mm-hmm. Like them niggas, so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be real, bro. <laughs> Cause it's how many years? I'm shit. I crossed in fourteen. So. Oh shit! I was three years in, now. man. Yeah, it's been. So years you now. Uh, you crossed right before him. Thirteen. You know, I crossed in twenty thirteen. Officially fourteen. Officially fourteen. Oh. Yeah, I ain't gonna talk about. Uh, yeah, okay. do you some? Yeah. Do you something else? Yeah. That's a whole <laughs> other. I was gonna say, you know, in Sigma, and them niggas used to be scared to pledge me, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, them niggas was scared, afraid to play. I had to like be like, it's okay to play. You can't fourteen. Yeah, yeah, I came so from my, 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 my sons, they were gone then when you. Uh, like Stevie and all Nah, hell no, them niggas with us. I'm older than Steve. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm older than How Steve. Are you with? I'm 28. Nah, I'm older. I'm 28. Steve right. Steve was born in December, like December, like 14, 15, 20. Oh, Steve that was crossed shit. as a freshman. That he was crossed as a freshman. Oh, yeah, y'all can do that. Yeah, yeah. shit. But now they crossed as a freshman line. Second semester freshman, though. Niggas gonna drop out. They ain't gonna make it all the way through. I don't see y'all. But just like yeah. going through the process, just be best pleasure and shit, bro. Like I just like you know you walk into, bro. Motherfuckers know, bro. I love yeah. MTSU. You, I mean, like you look at certain niggas, you know, bro. Yeah. You, you know like, who tough or not, bro. You be yeah, like, no doubt. You be like, it's a little bit more than that too, though. Like yeah. tough. You like, I don't know if I really want to fuck with this little nigga. Like yeah, he don't be smiling and shit. He looks stupid and yeah. shit all the time. Don't be the ones to get you though. They be snipers. It's the difference between a <laughs> shooter and a sniper. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> So it was like that. Why I mean when I said bluff. I had to make a nigga pledge me, not like go hit me, bro. Like nah, it was more like it's okay, like bro. it's alright, bro. I ain't gonna do consent. shit. I ain't yeah. gonna do shit. Like I'm, I'm cool. Like, yeah, I know this is a little part of this little shit that niggas doing shit. Niggas like getting their rocks off and shit, doing this old weirdo ass shit. This shit right. weirdo yeah. shit. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Think when about you, it. When you think about it, it's like weirdo this. shit, bro. Think about it. It's like some like not satanic but sadistic type shit. It's like the same. Man, thing. Ti yeah. boy, he using big ass words. Yeah. I mean, it's sadistic <laughs> though. If you think about it, it's the thing. It's the same thing to get. Um, it's the same thing that that. Uh, 
it's like the dominatrix. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, dominatrix. Yeah. That's how they yeah, get their sure. rocks off. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. You yeah. see niggas actually enjoying that shit. It's niggas crazy. like you can't relate to that. Because yeah. I was never yeah. excited about that shit. Never, bro. Yeah. I was never excited about that shit. Yeah. No. It was like, you know, like I always wanted to do little, I wanted to do shit, but I wanted to have a reason. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like like send a motherfucker on a scavenger hunt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> At a certain time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, what's up, man? You a boy scout. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 can y'all come together and solve this problem? Yeah, facts, You nah, know what facts, I'm saying? Nah, like, can y'all do this point. shit? I don't want to fucking beat on you. What, what the fuck that? You know what I'm saying? 5A Sigma is a non-pleasure nah, they, organization. Nah, we non-hazing. That's what they non-hazing, say. Non-hazing. I'm sorry. We non-hazing. I hazing, niggas. <laughs> Hey, if you DE, bro, hey, hey, we, hey listen, yeah, y'all for yeah. sure haze, nigga. We ain't gonna be like able to see it. Yeah, nah, it's like ten though. Motherfucker said it we should be. Motherfucker drink a concoction of goddamn lighter fluids. Lighter fluids. Huh? I seen that shit. <laughs> That's why I had to vote y'all out, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna be real, bro. Damn, I got so love you, for y'all. I'm just being honest, damn, bro. bro. He, damn, bro. You been Uncle Tom, bro. <laughs> Yeah, Uncle Tom, he don't really fuck with us, bro. He don't fuck with D. <laughs> they always say everybody ain't D. Nah. Hey, listen, I'm gonna tell you something. I seen that silly ass shit. I said, if them niggas doing that down there, motherfuckers got pro. I'm seeing pictures and shit. I'm like, y'all ain't got y'all. They just letting the wrong. Check it out, you on- it, it, I got you. I got you. <laughs> but if y'all doing some of this silly ass shit that allow motherfuckers to be able to see that shit face value and y'all ain't keeping y'all shit discreet, oh, how discreet. y'all spoke yeah, to Yeah, that's real though. Get their ass out of here. You're a weak link. Anyone like more like, like. That's that military thinking. Yeah, you got to get them the fuck yeah, out of yeah, here because yeah. it's like, all right, we're going to do what we do. We all yeah. doing it. Yeah. Let's be honest. We yeah. all doing it. Yeah, we can, yeah, sure. You know, and a lot of people, a lot of motherfuckers, I, I know the DE mentality though. Y'all like, ain't nobody doing it more than, better than what we doing or harder than what we doing. Yeah. I'm like, I'm right, because I'm, right, I'm not going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm gonna give you a fucking hand clap. You got if it. That's what, if that's what, if that's your badge of honor, I'm gonna give you your hand clap. That, yeah. But what I respect is that's just like, how we do, right? We just have crazy old but heads. Listen bro. to me real quick. I respect this though. I respect niggas like you. That's the point I'm finna make, folks. Yeah. Go say something. I respect <laughs> men, like mm-hmm. because. Yeah, like, because I want some. Yeah, you can make me bow down and shit because yeah, I want some. Sure. But if we talking about niggas like we in that, <laughs> we in that rack, we in that cage, we right. in this room, mm-hmm. you ain't in here with me. I mean, I ain't in here with you. You in here with me, nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, we talking about men. Because we, we talk about this shit crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's not man. Mm-hmm. It don't matter. Nigga, y'all went to college. Right. Obviously, y'all want to do something right. Right, exactly. I just told you I know a nigga exactly. that's damn near, that's really a serial killer, bro. Mm-hmm. Like so, nah, it's real. It's, it's we talk, about that, you know what I'm saying? When we talk about these niggas who went to college and try to do good for themselves, I'm like, all right, real gang, real thugs and gangsters don't go to college for real, bro. <laughs> what I'm saying, they I don't, don't bro. Count, bro. Like, <laughs> they don't. I'm from Memphis, bro. Like, I'm from Exit Eight, bro. They call my neighborhood Murder Eight, bro. And my niggas that I went to high school with still in the hood, bro. <laughs> yeah, they ain't bro. leaving that bitch. They think Huntsville <laughs> is like ten hours. From fucking Memphis. Yeah, that right. shit but three hours, yeah, bro. Yeah, right. Like, so if you a real thug, you gay, like, you come to college, bro, miss me with that, with that wolf and this shit. Like, right, that, exactly. Like, That's the point I was college, trying to bro, make. Like, we want to make good decisions. Exactly. <laughs> we want better for ourselves, nigga. Like, I, um, I swear to God, D-Man, I tell a nigga one time, I, and I know we ain't got much time, but I got to say this shit. He was an MTSU athlete. Yeah. He was a basketball player. Big-ass nigga, too. I'm scared to ask He, he arguing with too. one of my niggas, right? One of my niggas from Bolivar. My nigga from Bolivar was scared as fuck. He called me over there. He called me, bro. I'm coming over there. I got a gun. Right. Yeah. But I, I'm leaving that shit. In right, the car. Right, I'm really right, right. I'm tripping because I shouldn't even brought it. Right, right. right. 
I come in, he was like, yeah, nigga. He tell him, this is basketball play. He big as fuck, too. I'm like, boy, I'm finna poke you the fuck up. You don't even know. Like, but he big, yeah, yeah, nigga. I got something in the car. What, you got a bat? That's what he was telling my yeah. partner. I hit you with something from long range. I got something in the car. I said, wait, 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 wait. It was two of them big motherfuckers, too. I said, wait, wait, wait. Y'all niggas basketball players? Or y'all like locals or something? And like we basketball player, I said, ah, bro, y'all yeah, niggas on a fucking scholarship <laughs> here, bro. Yeah, here for free. Y'all man. living the dream, nigga. <laughs> oh God. You know how bad niggas oh, want a scholarship nah, to MT D one, bro. I said, y'all nigga living the dream, bro. I said, bro, nah, ain't nobody from fighting here. Right. Ain't nobody from the fight. Swear to God, them nigga piped the fuck down. Yeah, no. Nah. Like, ain't nobody finna fight. Like, real reckoning out, real talk man. This shit out, like, we finna talk, bro, like, like college students, students bro. Hey, <laughs> nigga. Hey, nigga. We are we intelligent, nigga. Students, I know you wrote that paper oh, a God. couple of days you ago. Smart, nigga. Hey, nigga, you intelligent, bro. Like, intelligent, on, bro. Like, and that's that's why, I like, you know, fake is new real nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry to say it. You are fake you is know. new real, bro. Yeah, man. But listen, man, we appreciate you coming. No doubt, man. Thank y'all, bro. We appreciate you, man. It's all you gave us some good game, bro. For real, you gave us a lot of good game, and I can see why people follow you and cling to to what you got going. Yes, on. sir. Thank y'all. I bro. pray that that <laughs> shit goes to to the fucking moon. Oh, uh, like why? Especially now bro. you on the podcast. Man, y'all yeah. follows up and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> we had them first. Yeah, <laughs> niggas always think about exclusive, that. exclusive. Podcast, <laughs> you been on? Uh, nah. I say probably not. Yeah, nah. But nah, but it's cool though, cause like it's like y'all got like. West Tennessee, y'all got different followers from like this yeah, area. Yeah, yeah. I ain't got many followers from the area, so it's like we help, y'all ain't got people. I got people following from a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Now y'all got a lot of people following y'all from a lot of places. So, mm-hmm. and I know we yeah, all we talking about is real shit. So yeah, cool, people gonna cool, fuck cool. with y'all, bro. Hey, yeah, man, we appreciate you coming. Thank on, y'all, man. man. Hey, listen, if y'all haven't already subscribed to our YouTube yes, and, and listen to all our Spotify and everything, man. Listen, this is the Shot by T podcast. Yeah. We get real raw, authentic conversations. Until next time. Stop, 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 stop.